up this your boy twink the ceo of sacred apparel the world's number one inspirational and motivational urban streetwear brand anna johnson ceo of sacred life coaching and we'd like to welcome you to another episode of the sacred life podcast where we will be discussing life relationships business the bible and of course how to live the sacred life our topic for today is why believers are not overcoming a continuation of uh, last week's episode. So part two this week. Anna, how are you doing, darling? I'm doing terrific. You're doing terrific. Great week. Everything's Gucci this week with yeah, you? Everything was good. Yes, we've had a busy week. Um, yeah, you know how it is. Us dealing with six kids, you know. Capping life. Raising six kids. Uh, we got to deal with them too, though, baby. <laughs> it is what it is. So, yeah, um, we're, we're going to continue with why I believe it's not overcoming. And as we said, uh, Anna's been doing the 30 Days of Overcoming podcast. So, this month is Overcomer Month. So, if you mm-hmm. haven't heard her daily tidbits that she spits out every day, it's at OvercomingDaily.com. Yes, and I promise you, she's touching on things that you need. She hit at least 10, 15 that you need. That's my word. 30 Check it out. days of it. Yeah, Today's but, the 30th. So but yeah. I'm saying each person, you got hit at least 15 that they need without right. a doubt. Oh, <laughs> without a doubt. So, yeah, let's dive in. So, part two, we, um, I mean, um, you want to go back over the topics that we touched on last week or you want to just hop in? Um, I think we'll just go ahead and jump in. We covered six reasons six. last week, and this week we're going to cover the other six. Yeah. And this is not an all-inclusive list, the 12, but it's a good solid 12. Yeah, yeah. So. So let's see. Number seven. Lack... Uh, well, let's pray first. Oh, yeah, first, yeah, 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 yeah. The prayer. wife always brings you in. Father Yahweh, we come before you this morning or this evening, wherever you are, afternoon. But we just come before you on this episode, Father, just asking that your Holy Spirit is with us, Father Yahweh. Uh, We pray that our listeners have ears to hear and eyes to see and that we just will reach them with uh, the words that they need, Father Yahweh. We pray that you guide the words that we speak in our tongues and our mouths, Father Yahweh. Yes, glorify us. I'm sorry, glorify him. You be glorified. My words are stumbling this early, y'all. So, mm-hmm. Father, we just thank you. And we bless each and every one of you out there listening, Father Yahweh. These and all things we thank you for in Yeshua HaMashiach's name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's early, baby. I'm, it's early. Mercy. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, so number seven, lack of exercise of faith. People do not want to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And faith, exercising faith, is very uncomfortable to the flesh. It's like when you don't stretch when you go to the gym to work out. Right. Um, not willing to trust in the unseen. Often wanting to push through, push through challenges versus muscling up, which mm-hmm. means enduring. Yeah. So a lot of times people are not overcoming because they're just not exercising their faith. Uh, they're letting their challenges speak to them instead of them speaking to their challenges. They're not walking in the power and the authority that that God has given them because of their lack 
of faith. Right. So and the only way to build more faith is to walk in the faith that you have. Yeah, you gotta exercise it. Right. If you're not exercising it, you're it's, gonna have a like, weak. Like Luke trying to lose weight. You know, saying so you ain't gonna lose the weight if you don't exercise. You know what right. I'm saying? So you're, you're not gonna build your faith up if you don't work it out. Right. You're gonna have a very weak. Um, faith muscle if you're not exercising it and we know that the word calls us to walk by faith and not by sight right but the flesh is terrified to be blind it doesn't like to not knowing where not knowing where things are going or how things are going to turn out yeah. um, so or the faith doesn't even really like to trust God so and that's why it says that we are called to walk um, that we're, try that we're called to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh because the carnal man cannot please cannot please um, please God. Right. Um, so the scripture for that is we're going to turn to James chapter 2 verse 14. Okay. Um, actually it's quite lengthy. Verse 14 through 26. And Twink, I'll let you read that. All right. What does it profit my brethren if someone says he has faith but does not have works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, but warm and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith. And I have works. Show me your faith without your works. And I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see the faith was working together with his works? And by work, faith was made perfect. The scripture was fulfilled, which says Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. Mm -hmm. Likewise, just not Rahab the harlot was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Yeah, hallelujah. It's kind of yeah. meaty. Um, Very. Kind of meaty. But we do see here where if you have faith, there should be action. Yes. There should be action. Something has to be yes. done. And imagine how uncomfortable Rahab must have been in the flesh and Abraham must have been in the flesh when they were exercising their faith. Were especially yeah. Abraham, man. Right. Could you even imagine? Well, even Rahab, like she was basically turning on her people and yeah. trusting this uh, uh, this She's like, look, we're going to do this. I'm going to look. <laughs> if, if we do this, you make me this promise. Yeah, no. so, right. So and that had to have been uncomfortable, but her faith, her faith saved her and her household. Right. So praise you out for that one. Um, yeah, any more on that one? Uh, no, that's it on that. Yeah. Seven. No. no eight. 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 My numbers are still jacked up. So um, eight. Language. Language. Believers are sabotaging overcoming with their words. Yes. 
out of the heart flows all things. Yep. So if you find yourself saying, I just can't do this, then there may be something in your heart that is causing you to say those things. Yeah. And then actually you speaking those words is basically declaring and decreeing that you cannot walk in your overcomer status. Right. And sometimes people have a tendency to say things out of habit. Yes, negative things. It. Yeah. Yes. Or letting the flesh speak. Yeah. Or the flesh is like, oh, this is too hard. I can't do it. Um, that sabotages us. And we're going to look at the power of words. We have to remember that... Um, Overcoming with words. Yes, we, we have to remember that words have power. And we have to remember that creation was... Um, just spoken. Spoken. It was just spoken. Right. Just spoken. So let's turn to Proverbs 18.21. Confirm this by saying, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. fruit. So... You know, if you want to eat good fruit, speak positive words. Yeah. Speak positive words. Words of affirmation. Right. And then let's turn to... Um, so you can speak... Real quick, Let you can speak life into your situation. Yeah, yeah. And support your overcoming by the words that you speak. Now, we hear a lot of messages and a lot of messages. Um, you know, our challenges will speak to us. Our, you know, our circumstances will speak to us. Our flesh will speak to us. Other people will speak to us. But we have to speak the word of God into our situation, into our life. Even when our flesh says that it's impossible, we need to continue to speak what the word of God tells us right. about our situation. And, and even with things that you're like working on or something that's difficult, it could be hard as heck that you're trying to do. And it's like, man... Yeah, I mean, you right there with that man, you have the opportunity to speak like, we're going to get this done, praise God, it's going to be, we're going to get through this. Or you could just mm -hmm. speak a curse button and be like, man, this thing is too hard, ain't no way I'm going to get this done. And mm -hmm. you know I mean, it, it's, it's all in how you speak it and what is going to happen with it. You de you determine that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. your words. Now, Proverbs 13, 3 states, he who watches over his mouth guards his soul, but he who opens his his opens wide his mouth uh, comes to ruin yep, so destruction yes yeah, so let us be slow to speak. to speak and when we speak let us speak life yeah into not only our lives but into the lives of others think about what you say before you say it absolutely yeah they think let's see here yeah let's four I'll look at that again Okay, let's move on to number nine. Number nine, rebellion or pride. Mm -hmm. um, people getting to their getting too much into their feelings or being lazy. Yes, and you know, so rebellion. A lot of people are not overcoming because they are in. They have a heart of rebellion mm -hmm. or a mindset that is rebellious against the word of God. And you cannot overcome in rebellion at all. We know that rebellion only brings destruction. We see Israel, who was a considered a stiff necked people. And they, time and time again, they were put into slavery and oppression simply because of their rebellion. rebellion. And rebellion, the root of rebellion is pride. Um, it is, um, it's idolatry as well. Right. Um, so, you know, we just read in Proverbs 13, 13, 3 about 
how one who watches over their mouth guards their being. But if we go down to verse 4, just a little, just one down, it says, The being, the being of the um, lazy one craves but has not while the being of the hard workers are enriched. Mm -hmm. And so rebellion, like laziness, that's one of the other things is that in this, in the same thing why people are not overcoming is, is that laziness is rebellion. We right. are called to be workers. We are called to walk by faith. And a lot of times people are just lazy. Yeah, They're spiritually lazy. Spiritually lazy. They don't want to be uncomfortable. They don't want to do their faith exercises. They don't want to do what God has called them to do according to his word. I don't have time to do this. Yes. My day has just been busy. I had to yes. take care of the kids. Well, that's excuses. I had to, yeah. it, um, but it all falls right into the same thing. They're being yeah. lazy. They're making excuses to be yeah. lazy. So yeah, so we see here in Proverbs thirteen four where it states that that really no good thing is going to come to the lazy one, right. you know, um, craves but has not. So a lot of people crave over they crave overcoming, and I know this is an overcomer coach. They crave overcoming, but when it comes down to doing the work to overcome, they don't want to put it in. They don't want to put it in, or they don't want to do the sacrifice because there is some sacrifice involved. Right. Um, so let's turn to James 4, 6, 4, yeah, James 4, 6. You want to read that? Yes, ma'am. James 4, 6. And it says, But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Hallelujah. So some people are not overcoming because they are having issues with um, pride. Mm -hmm. And we see that the word of God says that, that he resists, that God actually resists the proud. Right. So we, we can't overcome. There's no overcomer status outside of Messiah, and there's no overcoming without the power and the favor of God working in our lives. So right here is one reason why people are not overcoming. Again, rebellion, pride, People are getting to their into their feelings. They're letting their feelings be an idol, mm -hmm. um, or they're just simply being lazy. Lazy. All right, number ten. Defeat is an option. Oh mercy! Why would defeat be an option? Now I know some of you are listening. Like, oh, that's never the case for me. But if you have a if you have a plan B. If you are saying that, well, if the worst happens, this is what I'll do. Right. Um, then you basically are saying defeat is an option. Yep. We need as children of God to lean into God and find out what God's perfect plan is. And once we see what his perfect plan is, then we need to hold fast to that. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to go, we're going to... Um, we want to go to the book of Numbers today. And you have some people that make so many excuses for their plan B. Well, no, the plan B is just in case. Yeah. It's like, boom, there you go. You yeah. just said it, just in case. Yeah. So you don't have faith in your yeah, plan and that A. Yeah, that goes back to faith. We must change the way we look right. at, at our challenges. Right. We either are living a life of victory or we're living a life of defeat. There's no in-between. There's no neutral place. Right. So either you're living in defeat or you're living in victory. Um, and 
we know that we have victory status, not by anything that we do, but by in and who we serve and follow. If you're following Messiah, then you're going to walk as Messiah did, and you're going to be an overcomer. Right. Um, there's nothing in between. Nothing. What scripture was that you say go to? Uh, Numbers 14, 6 through 11. So if we're, if we're not overcoming, which is indeed a process, overcoming is a process. So some of you listening right now are actually wrestling, and right. it, wrestling to overcome. And if you're wrestling, then you're in the overcoming process. You're, right. You are overcoming. It's the only um, way to win is to wrestle. The only yeah. way to win is to fight. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so if you're not wrestling, then you're already you're already defeated. You're already being you're already being defeated. And there should be no defeat for Yah's children. Because yeah. he is victorious, and that means his children are victorious. Yeah. So let's um let's just visit Numbers 14. And I do believe that is um where Israel let's see which With one Joshua, is. Joshua um and yes, Caleb. Exactly. So we see Israel. They have been, um, they've, you know, God has led them out. Yahweh has led them out of Egypt. They've crossed over, uh, and they're journeying, journeying, and they are look. <laughs> they're supposed to be securing that promised land, right? right? Supposed to secure the promised land. Um, but let's see what happens here with the people. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh. Who forgive me for my name? Yeah. I'm just saying. It's hard. Uh, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, "The land we passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. It's a great land. Yes. If Yahweh delights in us, then He will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey." Only do not rebel against Yahweh. Back nor to that rebellion. Fear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do not. And he said, only, only do not rebel against Yahweh, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Mm -hmm. Their protection has departed from them, and Yahweh is with us. Do not fear them. Mm -hmm. uh, what number you want me to go Keep to? Keep going on to 11. 11. And all the congregation said to said to stone them with stones. Yeah. So we've got some we've got some positive <laughs> positive faith filled people. Right. And only two out of the group, and they want to stone them. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. they're trying to. This is their words. This is their words. This is stress the them out. They trying yeah. to give them the courage. The pep talk. Yeah. The pep talk. But it was freaking the people out. Yeah. Man, it's crazy. Now the glory of Yahweh appeared in the tabernacle of meeting before all the children of Israel. Then Yahweh said to Moses, How long will these people reject me? And how long will they not believe me with all the signs which I have performed among them? Wow. So they were already thinking that defeat was an option. Even, and, and, so, and the, even though they have Caleb and Joshua encouraging yeah. them, they didn't want the encouragement. They wanted to kill the encouragement, like literally. And that's a good example. Yeah. You always hear people say, well, see, back then, how could they not uh, trust God when he was with them, so and so so? I mean, we do the same thing even now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And he's with us and just. Yes. Man. Hallelujah. Praise. Yeah. So. So yeah, so the reason why people are not overcoming, just like Israel had to die in the wilderness, 
you could die in the wilderness if you like not walking in your overcomer status right. is to be in the wilderness. Right. Many of you, you know, some of you may be in the promised land financially, but relationally you're in the wilderness. Yeah. Some of you may be in the promised land relationally, but um emotionally, like maybe you're wrestling with depression and anxiety, you're in the wilderness. Um, so we need to remember that there's different areas in our lives and we are to subdue and take dominion in all areas of our lives right. and to step into the promises of God in all areas of our life. And it is a process and it takes a lifetime. Yeah. And you got to fight. Yes. All my life I had to fight. Yeah. Don't give up easy. Well, and really the fight is living by faith. Right. That is the fight. That's fight the real fight. Yeah. You know it's faith. It is living by faith. It's not allowing your circumstances, your situation to define you, but breathing life by speaking life and um, exercising your faith, working in that garden of life yeah. in faith. Yes. Number 11. Number 11. Not abiding in him. Yes. Um, many people are not overcoming because they are not abiding in in God. And you see that their you life to, is yeah. out of whack. Yes. So abiding in God is where you actually, it is a deep fellowship where everywhere, when, when people see your life, whether they look at the, you know, they look at different angles of your life, they should see God. Yeah. That's an indicator that you are abiding in him. Right. Your, you know, your lifestyle, your language, your, your behavior, walk, your, your choices. For itself. Yes. Um, but people are seeking God and trying to do things for God, but they're not doing things in God. You cannot overcome by your own might, mm. by your own strength. It has to be in God. You can read all the books you want to read. You can right. use all the strategies you want to use. But if you are actually having spiritual issues, you need them. there's no overcoming. There's just no overcoming without, without being them. in Him. Yeah. And we can just we, we can turn to John 8, 31-32. Okay. You can go ahead and read that. If you got it. Then Yeshua said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know me. I'm sorry, and you shall know the truth, and, and the, the truth shall make, make you free. free. Hallelujah. You hear that all the time. The truth yeah. shall set you free. So Messiah said to the Jews who believed him, if you stay in my word, you mm -hmm. are truly my taught ones. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It'll set you free. So abiding, so part of that is, is like abiding in the word. In, in God, all things are possible in and through him. Outside of him, there, really honestly, the only thing that's possible outside of him is wickedness. And even then, um, you need him. You need his, you need um his spirit to give you life right, and breath. Right. So you're only able to do your wickedness because he has shown mercy and lets <laughs> you continue to live. Um, so we really can do nothing and we definitely cannot do anything good outside of him. No good. So if we think we're going to overcome some serious demonic oppression in our lives um, or just earthly challenges without God, uh, we are deceived. You think you got to fight in the oven. The fight going to be even worse then without them. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not fair. Yeah. Um, and number... Last but not least. Number 12. This sums it all up. Yes. It's, 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 people, yeah. it's our model. Yeah. So people are not overcoming because... They are not living life sacred. Yeah. Yeah. So you need Mo to live a sacred know, life. We have a lot of challenges um, unnecessarily. Yes. Simply because we do not live life sacred. So if you're really going through, like if you see multiple areas in your life where the challenges are intense mm -hmm. and you're just dissatisfied with lots of areas in your life with good reason to be dissatisfied. Sometimes we're dissatisfied and there's really no, no good, good reason. reason yeah. Yeah. Then you need to ask yourself, am I living life sacred? Like there are some, there may be some of you listening and you're like, I'm dissatisfied in a relationship, but you're in a relationship outside of covenant. You're not even married. Maybe you are a believer and you are living with your boyfriend or your girlfriend or you're dating or you guys are doing things that you shouldn't be doing out right. you know doing outside of marriage um you really got to look and ask yourself am i living life sacred right and do i have a sacred mindset because sacredness is a mindset that leads to holy action mm. If you're going to overcome, you're you gotta embrace God's way of thinking and approaching challenges. His way of doing things. Yeah. yeah. He, he he gave us the blueprint. He gave us the uh the yeah. yeah, the blueprint. Shoot. Yeah. The outline of how to do things. We got it. Right. So we've got a couple verses on we got a couple um different Bible verses on that. We're gonna go to first Peter one. First Peter, an apostle of Yeshua Messiah to the pilgrims of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia. Why you give me goodness gracious? Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of Yahweh the Father and sanctification of the spirit for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Yeshua. Grace well, and peace honey, be to you. Well, you're, we're supposed to read First Peter. That's what I read. No, listen. Verse one. First Peter, uh, chapter one, verses fourteen through sixteen. Oh, girl. Yeah. You stopped. I was like, yeah, I was, I was it. looking at it. I was <laughs> looking like, for it. So okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. So we're going to start it. We're going to start it. So it's First Peter, chapter one, verse fourteen through sixteen. 16. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust. As in your ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, be holy for I am holy. So we have a responsibility to set ourselves apart. And as we are setting ourselves apart, God also comes and sets us apart. Right. You know, um, and so Israel was given, he called them his people and he, and, um, he made them a holy nation, but they were given instructions in the physical to be holy. Like that's why they had they, they had a particular diet, they had mm -hmm. a particular way of dressing, they had particular ways to do sacrifices, they had diff a particular way on how they were to set up camp. Right. There were lots of ways in which they were 
a holy people where he was setting them apart. Even relationally, he was telling them how not to be like the abominable other nations. Right. And that's why he was cutting out those other nations that were before them because they had done abominable things and he was purging um, the land of them. Um, so, And even through our scripture, it's, it's nine uh, different verses in scripture where it says that same thing, be ye holy for I am holy. Yes. Yeah. He tells them that. Yeah, um, yeah, and then it says here, it says that um, also should become set apart in all behavior. So this is an instruction that that we as believers are called to do. We're called to do. A lot of us, a lot of times people think, oh, well, I've got God. I've said this prayer. I'm saved. And then they think they can continue on in sin. And we know that Paul himself said, by no means shall we continue on in sin. Right. Uh, but we should have a life that is reflective of the salvation that we have received. That's worthy of the salvation that we have received. Right. So let's turn to James. Mm -hmm. um, James chapter 4, verses 8 through 10. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, 4, 8. And it says... Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy to gloom. Mm -hmm. Humble yourselves in the sight of Yahweh, and he will lift you up. Yes. Hallelujah. And so we're seeing like if, if you if you're listening closely, these scriptures are kind of overlapping on the the previous um, scriptures that the, the previous points that we were pointing out, like this one says, humble yourselves. Right. So we can go back to, um, you know, number nine. And that scripture actually supports what we were saying in number nine. Mm hmm. Um, or wait a minute, is that the same? No. Yeah, we, re we read from chapter 4, but not that particular verse. So, James chapter 4. So, a lot of times people, like I said, I cannot reiterate this enough. That's why we are sacred apparel and sacred life coaching is because the sacred life is the only life for the believer. Yes. And I know that American culture seems to think that you can just pick your religion, but there's no religion in God, there is well, just you got those that feel you can pick your religion, then you got those that feel, you know, what I mean, that even Christian, you could pick and choose what to do inside of your well, religion. that's why I said pick the religion yeah. basically because remember Take things in and out of it. Religion is a way, it, it is a way of life, it's a it's how you live your life, mm -hmm. okay? So, but there is no religion in the word of God, there is. His instructions that right. that is all that that's what there is there is his word and so we are called to be a sacred people it's time to get back to what does his word say about things and how do I live my life sacred mm -hmm. that his favor and his blessings could fall upon me and I could overcome daily for his glory right so yeah, yeah. so we must do what is required to overcome we must do what is required to overcome. There's only one option for the true believer, and that is overcoming. We are to emulate our Messiah in his ways. If death is required, and it is, let it be so. Meaning there are some things that need to die, like um, the love of self. Oh. 
needs to die. Right. Selfish ambition needs to die. Feelings, if they do not line up with the word of God and they start to become an idol or they're unholy, they need to die. Gotta go, Mm -hmm. gotta go. Yeah. There are promises for the overcomer and they are found in the book of Revelations. You can see those promises. We're not going to read all of those because there is quite a few. Um, so you can, for those of you that want to check it out, it's the book of Revelations, chapter 2 and 3. And let me see here. I'm just going to turn back here and see how many I've got them marked in my Bible. So let's see. It looks like there are... Um, quite a few. <laughs> seven promises for the overcomer. And um, it starts on Revelations chapter 2. Verse 7, 11, 17, and 26. Seven promises. And then you go down to Revelation chapter 3, and you'll find uh, verse 5, 12, and 21 have those promises in them. Um, And, you know, it's how we end. It's how we finish that determines... um, you know, some of you be like, well, Anna, I really messed up. And that's okay. Yeah. Repent, turn oh, it around, no. and finish well. Some of you are doing well right now, but make sure you finish well. Finish keep well. keep on the course. We don't know when our race will end. Um, today could be, you never know, today could be your last day, or next year could be your last day. Just continue running the race as if there is no tomorrow. So, yeah. Hallelujah. So, are you overcoming daily? And if you're not, do you can you identify some of these things that we talked about? Of why you're not. Why you're, you know, <clears throat> are you doing these 12 things? You know, so we said the, the, the 12 reasons. Let's just recap all 12 together here. Okay. Um, so 12 reasons why people are not overcoming. One was there's no fellowship with God. Two, there's no knowledge, understanding, wisdom, and power. Three, people are walking in the flesh. And trying to apply physical solutions to spiritual problems. Number four, distracted by the cares of this world as if this is their citizenship. (laughs) Five, desiring to preserve their own lives. How can you do that? Come on. Six, well, it's... it's, Yeah. yeah, How can you do that? It's a carnal response. That's how you do it. Six, deception. Believing the lie and supporting the lie in speech and action. Don't drink the Kool-Aid, people. And definitely don't speak the Kool-Aid. Number seven, don't speak it. (laughs) I get what you said. Whatever you're taking in, whatever lie you're believing, don't you dare. Don't you dare speak it. It's one thing to... Think it within your mind. That's dangerous in itself. But when Once it come out, it's, it's already put in the motion. Well, yes. So our word, like we said, our words have power. So yeah. we don't want to sabotage um, our overcoming. Because um, what you're doing is basically you're welcoming curses in your life when you say things like "I word can't" up. or "This is too hard" or "I'll never get there" or "This is the way it's going to be." You're actually welcoming a curse into your life. Yeah. Um. Number seven, lack of exercise of faith. Number eight, language. language. We just talked about that. Sabotaging, overcoming with words. Yeah. Number nine, rebellion and pride. Number 10, defeat is an option. Number 11, not abiding in him. And number 12. Not we, living life sacred. Yeah. And we sacred have to remember nothing. that sacredness is a mindset that gives birth to a holy action. Yep. 
So if you're not seeing holy action, go back to that mindset and ask yourself, is there anything unholy that I'm entertaining? Is there any lie operating within me? Um, and sometimes you do and you just don't even realize yeah, it. Yeah, sometimes our bodies just have unholy habits. Yep. Unholy habits. So. Yeah. All right. So this concludes the overcoming of... <laughs> no. So this concludes... Yo, I've been oh. listening to your podcast too much. I jumped in Jordan mode. Yes, no. This concludes your overcoming daily no. podcast with Anna Johnson. No, yeah, so if you is... do need... Listen, if you guys do need support in overcoming daily, and, um, you know, I have... Today's day 30, because it's August 30th today. Um, so if you need... Overcoming Daily, I have 30 episodes. 30 tidbit days. 30 snippets. consecutive days of podcasting with tidbits on overcoming. You can check that out at overcomingdaily.com. If you need some support in your overcomer journey, and you maybe you've, you've tried everything, you've been fasting, you've been praying, prayer is a point, please yes. uh, be praying. Pray if you need always. accountability on prayer and breaking through that, Book a free consultation with me. Um, but if you need support on your overcomer journey, check me out. Um, you can book a free consult at sacredlifecoaching.com and um, we'll see if you're a good fit for coaching. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. So, well, this concludes why believers are, are not, not overcoming. Part two. Part well, two. Well, part one and two, shoot. Yes, we, well, it's a recap of yeah. one, but yes. So, well, that's, that's it. it. So let's bless everybody before we, we close out on our podcast today. Um, yes, so, Father, we thank you for each and every one of the listeners here this morning. Father, we thank you for an opportunity to serve you and to glorify you and to honor you in your word, Father. Father, we pray for all those that are listening that they would, if 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 anybody's listening, that they, they need to overcome, Father, that they're wrestling and they're struggling, Father. First, we pray that they would repent. And walk in your favor and in your grace, Father. We thank you for your grace that's available to us that we can overcome. We matter of fact, Father, we thank you for our overcomer status that's available to us by the blood of the Lamb. And Father, we just pray that each and every listener will grow in righteousness, that you will be exalted and that you'll be glorified in their lives, and that they will indeed see the promises of you, Father, unfold in their lives because they have been faithful and they have been obedient. In yes. Yeshua's beloved name, we pray and we thank thee and give thee the glory. Hallelujah. 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 There you go. So we would like to thank you for tuning in to the Sacred Life Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Sacred Apparel and our Feast of Trumpets and our Feast of Tabernacle shirts. So with those feasts coming up, um, hit the website, check them out and go ahead and get yours for the um, the feast coming up. If you keep the feast at Tabernacle. If you keep the feast. Yeah. If you don't keep the feast, hit us up. We'll tell you about it. Uh, be sure to follow us on our social media networks. Um, our website is thesecretlifepodcast.com. Our mm -hmm. uh, Instagram is the Secret Life Podcast. Our uh, Twitter, the Secret Life PC. Um, you could also follow our clothing line, Secret Apparel. We're on Facebook, uh, Secret Apparel. We're on Twitter, Secret Apparel, and the Instagram, Secret Apparel. Mm -hmm. um, and our store sacredapparel.net. Oh, yeah, and the store is sacredapparel.net. Yeah, don't, yeah. And you can book a, a free consult or check me out at sacredlifecoaching.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or in your podcast, overcomingdaily.com. Overcomer, overcomingdaily.com. Your Instagram, the Sacred Life, I mean, Sacred Life Coaching. I was going to say the Sacred Life, right? Sacred Life Coaching. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And um, Facebook is Take Facebook, a Life Coaching LLC. LLC. Yeah. All right. So, so we hope that you are overcoming daily. Yes. And we hope that this has been a blessing. Maybe this, I think all of us are wrestling to overcome in this area. And, it, it you know, overcoming is a daily process. There needs daily. to be a wrestle every day. Um, because we are living in the middle of a battlefield. Right. So. So, yeah. So, thanks again for tuning in. Until next week, live life sacred. Peace. Shalom. Sacred life.